Father, Father, Father. Father, Father, Father. I'm coming to you with praise. I'm coming to you with thanks. I'm coming to you with praise. I'm coming to you with thanks. Here's my thanks. Thank you. Here's my praise. Hallelujah unto you. Again, I say I'm coming to you with my thanks. I'm coming to you with my praise. I'm not coming to you asking for anything. Everything is found in you. I love how Psalm 62 say, I wait upon the Lord. Everything I need is found in him. So why not? Come on, somebody. Why not? Why not wait on the Lord? When God's the source of everything. During this time, we're just becoming better. We're becoming more like God, which is better. God is showing me him looking at me in the area where he's using binoculars. That means I'm looking so closely. I'm not looking to search. I'm looking to see. And I have found such. In my children, I have found such in a time as this. I have found such in this day. I have found such favor. For my children receiving my divine favor. I found my presence. I found my divine presence. I found my identity in my children. I see my peace. I see my children walking in peace. I see my children demonstrating peace. My joy. My children are hungry for more of my joy. It feels so good to be needed. It feels so good to be wanted. It feels so good to be seen. It feels so good to hear them knock on the door. It feels so good to see them find it. And see them possess. And see them possess. And see them possess every good thing. I have searched and I have found. Found myself and my children. Seeing myself and my children. They are hungry for more of me. They are hungry for more of me, say of God. They want my ways to be their ways. They want my thoughts to become their thoughts. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm spending more time with my children, but I don't want to spend more time with me. My children are putting the selfish ways behind by putting the childish ways behind. My children are coming up higher. My children are coming up higher and higher in me. My children are growing. My children are expanding. 
My children look so glorifying in my sight. My children look just like they daddy. My children sound just like they father. And act just like their God. My children want these manifestations. <laughs> my children are hungry for what eyes could not see. My children are using their faith. Because they know without that, it's impossible to please me. I am pleased, children. I am pleased, Sam God. I am pleased, my beloved children. I say, if you seek, you shall find. <laughs> you're finding what you're looking for? <laughs> you know it's more to what you're looking for. Because there are no limits. And you are aware of that reality because you renew your mind to have a kingdom-like mentality. You're not crying sorrow tears anymore. I see tears of joy. I see you working on your attitudes. I see you submitting to your spouses. I see myself in your home. I see you giving me your finances. It feels so good to be demonstrated. Say of God. I know you're not where you want to be. Say of our Father. Say of Lord of hosts. But you are not where you used to be. Now how do you think I feel about that? Because life is only found in me. And you made a decision to be found. I see myself. I hear myself. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. I'm shifting your life around. And you're so hungry for the life I desire for you. I designed for you. I prepared before you that you're going through the necessary steps by allowing the adjustments to take place in your life. You know that I care. You know that I'm there. You know that I so love. You know I have your best interest in my heart. As your father. As your provider. As your banner. I am your victory. I am your shield of protection. I am your open door that no man can ever close. And every door that was closed in your face was supposed to be closed in your face. Because I am your protector. You have lost nothing. You have gained everything. Again I say you have lost nothing. You have gained everything. 
never see lack again. Never doubt again. From this moment forward, only go further than that. And further than that. And further and much further than that. On top of that. It feels so good to be trusted, say of God and Lord of hosts. It feels so good to be trusted with a whole heart that is a pure heart, a whole heart. Because you cannot guess, you cannot hope, you cannot think, you cannot assume partially to receive all of what I have. It has to be the full thereof to receive the fullness thereof, saith Lord of hosts. Your life is better. Your children's children's life became better. Your family bloodline is better. The wounds are being healed, which causes the better. I have taken people out to place people in for the better. You don't need anything. You don't need anyone. All you need is me. Remain in my presence. And everything else... I promise you, everything else will be added unto you. Prove me, saith God and Lord of hosts. You're even giving me your attitudes. You're becoming more slow to speak. I'm so proud of you. Heaven is rejoicing for you. You are being washed and you are being clothed. And you are being seated where you never sat before. High upon all high in my presence. I'm taking you where you've never been before to see what you never saw nor heard or encountered before. Enjoy the journey, saith God and Lord of hosts. You don't ever have to worry or wonder another day when worry try to creep up around the corner, deny it with your praise. And it has to obey. Settle within your walk. Settle within your mind. Settle within your soul. Settle with all your strength. If I did it before, I'll do it again. If I did it before, I will do it again and again and again and again. I'm still the same. Save God and Lord of hosts. Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? Do you know what I know? That's not for your natural ability. That's for a kingdom mind, a kingdom heart ability, because that's a kingdom reality. To see what I see, to hear what I hear, and to know what I know, 
says your God and Lord of hosts. Multiplication comes in your life the way how I have it to be multiplied in your life. Don't have a limit to nothing. You cannot afford to have a limit on anything. Take the limits off of everything and everyone your eyes lie upon. Take your limits off the government. Take your limits off the law of the land. Take your eyes and I mean take your limits off Jesus. Things that seem to be bound, impossible to do, take the limits off every nation. And take them over the things that seem to be impossible first. Save God and Lord folks. <laughs> take the limits off and keep the limits off. Limits are a lid. Take the lid off. So you continue to receive an overflow in every area of your life. Save God and Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you, Lord of hosts. We came to an agreement that his ways are better than our ways. So we're going to choose to follow him. To see his results. His way for our lives. It feels so good to know that he is good. And to know that everything worked out for our good. It's all good. You're preparing to receive every desire that God said to you all at once <laughs> and you got to look at God's way his point of view when he say all at once you cannot confuse it with the natural of anything you have before you have you have to be established with that That is our establishment. To have before we have. To see before we see. To encounter before we encounter a thing. Because it always happens supernaturally first. And it manifests itself into the natural second. We bring in heaven here. And not earth to the kingdom. So heaven's reality is always first. It's permanent. Hallelujah. If you got to take time out and pray and get your thoughts together, then do so. Okay. You're still remaining positive. Great job. Kudos. Continuing to go further. Continuing to go further than that. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. 
Thank God for everything. I love how David said in Psalm 62, everything I need is found in God. So waiting on him, why not? Why not? He is the rock under my feet. Why not? He is the breath of my soul. Why not? He's everything you and I would ever need. So why not wait for him? It's okay to be excited and wait. But the true enjoyment comes from the adjustment. Why are you waiting? Taking out the old to place in the new. Because you cannot pour new wine in old wineskins, save God and Lord of hosts. Adding people into your life, adding places in your life, adding things to your life for the better. Why not wait for something like that? Blessing upon blessing. Blessing upon blessing. We're so hungry, we're not even focused on anything that's trying to rob us or anything that seems to be contrary right now. Because <laughs> all we're hungry for is God. And all that God has for us. Which is actually bigger than us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Enjoy spending the time with God. Enjoy making the necessary adjustments. The necessary changes. In your life. For your good and keep going further you start seeing blessings manifest don't stop keep going there are no limits everybody has to check their attitude it's not just you <laughs> everybody we all have a spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. So why not wait on God? Why not spend time with Him? My nights are a lot different now. I'm so like on fire on the inside that I'm sweating in my sleep. I'm not sleeping as I used to, but it's very sweet when I do. It's a constant of me conversating with the angels that are around me. I'm answering their questions in and out of my sleep about what's about to take place in my life. I'm so hungry to see like God see more of that. Because he give us prophecies that is seeing what we haven't seen yet.
what he already saw. I want to stay in that reality. A constant of seeing like God. A constant of knowing like God. Seeing his results. When you say what he says. Hallelujah. The peace of God. It passes all understanding. You just be like okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you don't have any cares. When you have the joy of the Lord. You don't have any cares. You don't have any worries. You don't have any negative thoughts. But you have to maintain it though. Because we still have an enemy. But don't focus on the attacks. Focus on the outcome. You always win. I always win. Hallelujah. So back to my question in the beginning. How do you feel today, right now? Because it's clearly shown on the outside how you feel within. I love, <clears throat> excuse me, how now you can leave your packages on your porch. No one would take them. And people are not taking things or trying to get over on people as it was before. Because people started to see that everybody could use a little bit of everything good. No one can afford to take from anybody. When everybody going through, you know, a transitional stage in life. I'm seeing more of people being understanding across the world. Because they can relate to what they can't help that they also a part of. Hallelujah. And God just gaining our attention to be on one accord. We all can use goodness. We all can use joy. We all can use peace. We all can use God. We all need God. And when you hear somebody talking about God and you sometimes you be looking like or I'd be looking like, you know, in the past, you don't even know him. <laughs> because I know how you live. <laughs> but days like that are over. That's living from a place of circumcision. It's good to see people have a relationship with God. No matter if they seem to go in the congregation or not. Call on his name. His precious name. We can't assume people don't talk to God because of the lifestyle they choose to live. No more assumptions. 
because you don't see somebody in a congregation that they backslid. We can't make that assumption. And we definitely can't prejudge. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be wearing that. You shouldn't be over there. No. All the glory and honor belongs to God. God just keep having me think about what's happening in my life. Hold on. Jesus Christ. I'm talking to you, blessing you, and God throwing blessings at me. <laughs> God. God just keeps saying, do you know what's happening to you? I got an idea, Father. See, I came a long way, guys, with my excitement. I'm turning music off for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm turning music off. Seriously, because when God says something to me, I run with it. I'm a possessor. I'm supposed to. But in there are times, God will say, fall back. I just wanted to tell you, you know, you know you're preparing for it, but, you know, just be patient. Oh, okay. Oh, you ain't just tell me to walk in. Oh, to be patient. Oh, all right, all right. Still be patient. Oh, all right, all right. Okay, all right. <laughs> Still be patient? Okay. Yes! Be patient. Go. And now that I'm like, chill, God coming to me about things. Yeah. Well, I'm still excited though. Still be patient? I'm just playing, God. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. God. I'm just playing. I'm patient. Yeah. Oh, God. That's the thing. For God to get us off, that's the thing. For God to keep us in the area of being patient. It's not easy to be patient waiting for something that God has promised you. Because God don't promise small. God don't bless small. And it's above what you can ask or even think as well. Yeah, you're excited. You're supposed to be excited. But just go through the necessary steps so you can receive the full manifestation of what God promised you. And that goes for me too. I feel the change. It already have shifted. But waiting on God, why not? How he want to do it, why not? I came a long way to even confess, why not? That wasn't always my confession. I was like, Father, hurry up, man. What's up? Look at me. Come on, man. <laughs> Because you're talking to a person who can do anything whenever they want. But how many of us know none of that's going to cause God to move on your behalf? It's the why not wait on the Lord. And don't just say it just because it sounds good. God knows. He's showing me how he's using binoculars, excuse me, and looking at me. Meaning that I am very close on you. I am on you like glue. Because I see. I see the hunger. And every single one of us that are hungry. Even those who are doing things of the world hungry. Spiritually. No matter how much sinful things you do. It's not going to change the fact that Christ got up. On every single one of our behalf. How many times we live the word and then we do things we want to do. And then live the word and then do things we want to do. How foolish is that? But I thank God, like he said, we put the childish ways behind. No more of that. 
No one even feel comfortable anymore mistreating people behind closed doors and smiling in public like you didn't just do that. No one feels comfortable doing that anymore. No one feels comfortable lying anymore, exaggerating anymore. No one does. God is changing all of that because he's changing all of us. Because the whole earth, not part of the earth, most of the earth, the whole earth is filled with the fullness of God. The fullness of God. There is no limit to the quantity. Mm-mm. There are no debts. Mm-mm. Hallelujah. It's just desiring to become better. Better. So much better. So much better. God knows everything. And he protecting us. He don't have to tell us what he's protecting us from. That's how he protects us. By just doing, who, you know, what he do. That's who he is. He keep our feet from being moved. Let him. Keep us from stumbling and staggering. Let him. He said your whole home is blessed. Your entire home is blessed. Let him. Your family is blessed. Let him. Let him be who he is. In every area of our lives. Father, I thank you for the change. Yes. I thank you for the change. Yes. However you want. Whatever you want. Whenever you want. Go ahead. And that's a huge step for me. To even just say that and mean it. Because we have relationship with Father. We do. But we can just let him know how we feel. We want this, Father. We ready for this. We want this. We need this. This, 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 this. But were you just willing to say, I put my feelings aside. I put my feelings aside. And say, Father, nevertheless, and actually mean it. And not just make these sacrifices just to receive what you believe in God to do, and then you stop with your worshiping, your hunger, and your thirst to receive more than that. Hallelujah. My son looked at me today and was like, my mom has become much better. That causes me to become better. No day of frustration being real patient and taking times out to pray. Not trying to do too many things at once. But everything still get done and have a whole day ahead of you. Showing God's affection towards your children.
I always enjoy the family scene when everybody at the table. And it's nothing about, it's not even about the food. It's about, that's the time when everybody is, you know, before you eat, you talking about your day and you asking how, what you do today and how was your day. Everybody home is different in that way. We came to the table on special occasions. Because my mom worked a lot in the evenings. And I worked also, you know, when I was in high school in the evenings. So I'll eat before I go to work or eat when I get home at 10, 10 11 o'clock. Or we eat in our bedrooms. So everybody's schedule is different. And I say, Father, that's not going to be for me and my child. No, we come together and not just at the table. We come together and we come together periodically. We stay together. Matter of fact, we stay together. Even when he at school, we still together. I'm at this country, that continent, we still together. God will be whatever you need him to be for you to become better in every area that he need you to be. For those who are around you. My mom having encounters with God she never had before. People's lives are connected to your obedience. And what helped me to remain obedient is that they will never get to see the true identity in Quinesha if she keep taking her walk for granted. Even Quinesha wouldn't even see her full potential if she keep taking it for granted. Quinesha know all the answers to what she need to do to remain where she need to be by saying yes, God. And know to self, you will see everything come to pass that's already in your heart. I remember those days that I used to backslide back to alcohol. And I'd be riding around the car and I'd be, you know, filling the alcohol. And I'd be like, dang, man. I just want to preach. And it seemed like when I'd be drunk, it seemed like all the, pro, all the world's problems be surrounding me. I can hear them everywhere. And I'd be like, I need to step up and step out and be. How they ever going to feel or hear God through me as they're supposed to if I don't be where I'm supposed to be? I can't be like this anymore. I can't keep saying I could, I should, I would, I should. No. Be. Be. No one can stop you from being but you. Don't rob yourself from your full potential. Hallelujah. And people begin to take you more seriously when they see how you're standing. Especially if, you, if you're not, you know, you end that cycle from Going to church, backsliding. Going to church, backsliding. Or watching what I say, cursing people out. Watching what I say, cursing people out. Or being celibate, then fornicating. Being celibate, then fornicating. Or being open and honest with my spouse, then, you know, committing adultery. 
go back and forth with your walk. And when you stand, and the people see you standing, they're going to say you are serious, and they're going to take you seriously. Hallelujah. You're not going to take no one serious who keeps saying they're going to come to your house or come through for you or sow into your, your life, and every time you see them, they got an excuse. You're just going to be like, it's all good. You know, that's what you do. Let's pray about that. <laughs> That's what you should not do. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm excited. I have family members, you know, receiving the word from God. They keep saying, you like your grandfather. I have to tell my family members over and over again. My grandfather passed me the baton to fulfill my assignment. But my assignment is not finishing where he left off. <laughs> I got to tell my family. I got to keep reminding them of that because they keep saying, out of everybody in the family, Bishop granddaughter, his granddaughter, she called the pastor like he is. No, I'm not. I have to tell the family that. No, I'm not. That's not my, uh, that's not my calling. <laughs> I'm not Bishop Panisha. I'm not a pastor. No. I'm, I laugh when I think of it because that's not me. <laughs> no. That's like saying, Q, sing opera. No, I don't. <laughs> don't put me out there like that. <laughs> no, I don't. Don't have nobody come and see me at no orchestra. <laughs> okay. Don't have nobody, you know, trying to sow into no, you know, no church fund that's not going to be. <laughs> you understand? You ever heard, yeah, I mean, there's times where we don't see everything and then people see what you don't see and then you become like, I ain't know that. No, I know that. I know that. Trust me, I know that. <laughs> I'm not called to pastor. I'm not. Many people think because you preach, you're a pastor. We all called to preach the gospel. But well, we all gifted to release the word a different way. Your preaching may be through song. The other person preaching may be through dance. Hallelujah. Mine is through word and motivation. Demonstrations. Hallelujah. Do not be moved with time. And do not be moved by time. Because if you do, you're going to put limits on. My time running out. You're going to consider your time with age. And there are no limits. I'm a perfect example. God restored my youth. I look 10 times younger than I did 10 years ago. I'm trying to tell you. He will restore your youth and restore everything that requires it to be restored for you to be feeling like you and your youth. So every organ is functioning as it's supposed to. I have a lot of energy. Yes, I do. I do. 
I'm very energetic. Hallelujah. With a praise that can't be contained, you must be energetic. Hallelujah. God is a restorer of all things. Hallelujah. I just thank God that I take this time of prayer and supplications very seriously. Yes, I do. Being very consistent with the changes that God had me to make in my life. I love how God is my fitness instructor. I mean, fitness instructor too. Yeah. He tells me what to eat, how much to eat of what I'm eating. He let me know, okay, it's time for you to uh, lighten up on the salt. Lighten up on the hot sauce. <laughs> lighten up on the seafood, you know. Drink more water. I know you like water, but drink more. He's my everything. Watch what you say. Yes, Father. Go back and address that better this time. Okay, Father. Hallelujah. There are so many people that want you to envy their lifestyle. Seriously. Because they only consider themselves worth what they can see. Their worth is based upon what they can see. And they don't put a limit on their worth. So they try to dress it up themselves to continue to gain an eye because even they're losing interest in themselves and their lifestyle. Hallelujah. A person that's so stuck on themselves, that's a cry for help within. Seriously. Because if you know your worth, you wouldn't even have to try to persuade yourself or persuade others. That's like the richest man on the planet would not be out there trying to show people that they are the richest man. They, they would actually look like they the most less fortunate person. They don't have nothing to prove. Hallelujah. And that's how we should live according to everything. Far as everything. You don't have nothing to prove in your marriage. In your parenting. Just keep parenting. Keep doing a good job. Keep allowing the Lord to use you. Trust me, you're blessing people. That's why I don't put up too many things about what me and my son does. Because my son's like a type of person. He wouldn't even want to be on camera that much. This is the most you ever seen me on camera. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's not my son. And I'm not going to have him to do that. He's very low key. Very. That's his personality. He don't want to be seen and heard. No, he falls back, way back. <laughs> But I love when the spotlight is on him. He just smile. Like, dang, yo. <laughs> oh, God. 
At least you don't run away or, you know, be upset or shy or get, you know, frightened by it. Just smile like, dang. <laughs> okay. Spotlight on me. Okay. Let's put it on somebody else. Get it off of me. <laughs> that's how my son is. And that's how his mother is. Yeah. Hallelujah. I told God that one of my desires is I want to have a function for the women around the world who feel or who think that they are ugly. You know, I hate that word, but it's still being used and misused. Now, once have I seen the word ugly in any translation in the Bible, not saying it's not there, but it's definitely not in King James Version. That word ugly is not in there not one time. Mm -mm. I don't mean the meaning of ugly. I mean the word ugly. And it's always somebody, let me check. Uh, let me see. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God, sit down somewhere. Sit down. If you find it, you just found it. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I see it. It's always somebody. That's why you don't say something. In your walk, please be honest. Please be honest. Don't say you don't eat meat and you go to cheesesteak factories all the time. Please. Because you do not want no one to catch you off guard and post that. It happens every day. And you're called for fame. You're called, you know, for a purpose. Don't be caught like that. This man just said he never was given a bike. He never had a good childhood growing up. Oh, so what's this? On a bike. Having a great, just smiling with a popsicle. See what I'm saying? So explain this. Um, that's me. That's you. That's you. <laughs> you don't want to be caught up like that. No, don't, don't, don't. Just tell the truth. You understand? Be honest. Please be honest. Be honest. Don't be getting no bypass surgery and then tell people that you're working out. And then you expose. You got, you know, it don't look like it. You're not toned. You know, you just lost the weight, but the, the skin's still there. You understand? You don't want to be exposed like that. That's embarrassing. I've been feeling embarrassed for you. I, I really I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. And it's not funny for all the while I'm smiling. I don't go. Jesus Christ. Father, help me. Help me, Father. For real. Don't do it. Yo, for real, don't do it. Don't do it. You understand? There's always going to be somebody out there looking to see how true it is, what you're saying. Hallelujah. Like when I used to minister a lot, you know, in public, and sometimes I look very sleepy. I, be, I do. I be tired. I be tired. Coming from a full-time job, then ministry, and then go home to a child, I'm like, oh, I'm beat. I'm like, I'm beat. And then all of a sudden... Somebody look at me, oh, you okay? What's wrong? What's wrong? You upset? Something bother you? They want to hear if I bother because they know me as smiling all the time, giving inspiring words. So why are you looking trouble? People are looking to find an excuse as to why they don't want to take their walk seriously. Oh, they, oh, they, it's okay to drink liquor. Oh, they drink liquor. It's all right. Because they drink liquor. It's all good. I mean, you can drink liquor like and go to church. I mean, you can't judge nobody. That's what they do. They feel so much better to see somebody else doing the same thing as they instead of just knowing and admitting by knowing it ain't right. Come on now. Come on now. 
And back to what I was saying that the other day, so many sisters I came across that just don't feel pretty inside at all. There are some that's dressing it up. There are some who's not dressing it up that just don't want to be here. I'm just not pretty. I don't look pretty. And I'm like, come here. You are pretty. Don't you say that. Don't you say that. Don't you ever say that. So I, I, I pray God, and he put that desire in my heart, to have a day when it's just spent for ladies. You know? It's not about dressing you up on the outside and giving you a makeover. No, you need to have a gospel makeover. That's the name of my book. Gospel Makeover. I'm going to tell you about that book. I'm found. <laughs> what year was that book published, Father? 2010. And God had me to use it on a flip phone. I typed the whole manuscript using a flip phone. Mm. Oh, God. I was like, Jesus. Jesus. And then working with children... You read books to them all the time. That's how you learn new words, new phrases, anything by reading. And so many educational books, pictures, and how the books are made, the pickable slots, and you got the scratch and sniff pages. Then you got the Dr. Seuss with the words that rhyme, teaching you how to rhyme. Then you have Mother Goose nursery rhymes, giving you the pictures with the rhyme. I always like the scratch and sniff books, the Dr. Seuss and Mother Goose. But my favorite book that I can remember is Cat in the Hat. But as a kid, kid was The Sky is Falling. I know, I know right? I know, I know. The Sky is Falling. What? I'm gone. I don't know. I'm gone. Oh God, what kind of book is that, Q? Sky falling. <laughs> no, for real. I used to love it because it's a duck. It's called Goosey Lucy, Ducky Lucky. It's, the names rhyme. And they'll all be like, look, the sky is falling. With Goosey Lucy went the Ducky Lucky, went the Wacky Quacky. Oh God, it's like you for real. Really? That's your book? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Like, it's time for the story. The sky is falling. Oh, yay, yay. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. I was such a teacher's clown. I mean, a teacher's um, pet. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I just want that for the sisters because it's not about how you look on the outside. It's how you feel within. You have to know you are beautiful. You are beautiful. If this thing's on your body, if you put on extra weight and you don't like it, then lose it. That's what I'm doing. I got a little power. Oh, God. That power's been in too long. It's getting smaller, but, you know, it's still there. Oh, God. But you wouldn't see it. No. It's hidden well. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I can't even tell y'all about my power now. Come on now. Come on now. But, no, seriously, everybody have things on them that they wish they could change. But how about you go to God about any necessary change? No one should feel like they're not beautiful enough. And I'm going to tell you what drew a lot of people to me, guys, females that love me, is because I love them. That's the answer. I love them. I'm not a woman that's stuck up. I was misjudged a lot. 
Oh, she's stuck up. Look how she dressed. Look how she, oh, she just walked like that. And the whole time when they encountered me, she is not like that. No. You chill. You so down to earth. You dress like a girl, but she act like a dude. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Not like a dude, but, you know, a little tomboyish. Sometimes. Not all the time. You understand? I didn't dress like it, but I, I, I act like it a little bit. Because I grew up, you know, rough parts of Southeast and Southwest where females, you know, you had to take care of your own in the streets. You understand? So I was a little, you know, a little hood. You know what I'm saying? My last name went to my head, hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't want anyone to feel like they're, to think that they're ugly. They're not ugly. No one is ugly. That tears me up for anyone to think that. And people really think that. And there are people saying that. You're ugly. You're so fat and ugly. With your white self or with your black self. People even telling kids that. All you want to do is eat up everything, fat A. Call him a fat A. Come on now. I don't hurt at all. Working with the aftercare kids. It was all kinds of personalities. One little boy, he just wanted 50 cent every day. Every day. You got 50 cent? I'm like, oh, God. All I got is a dollar on me. Can I have that? I'm like, oh, God. Jesus Christ. Every day, a little boy knocked on my door. Because I lived in the community where I worked. So the little kids knocked on my door. Miss Hood. Miss Hood. That little boy knocked on my door every day. Miss Hood, you got 50 cent? Ice cream truck outside. You got 50 cent? I want to get some fluff I see. I don't like how it's a dollar, little man. Chicken out of that? Every day. I don't like how it's a dollar. Got that? I'm like, dang, huh, man? See him again. Miss Hood, you got 50 cent? I'm like, oh, my God. Then I had another little child. They was all between 5 and 13. I had another little child who appeared to... Act like a girl, quote, unquote, but was a boy. And they kept calling him, quote, unquote, faggy. And he's always, Miss Hood. I miss Hood. They keep calling me a faggy. I ain't no faggy. I'm like, you're not a faggy. And who even came up with the name? That don't even make sense of faggot. Faggy or faggot, what is it? I don't even know what it is. It don't even sound right. You're not that. Because I like to cheer. With the girls and play with the girls and do what the girls do. They want to call me faggy. You're not a faggy. You're not a faggot. A faggerock. You're not any of that. You're not sweetie pie. Sweetie pants. Whatever. Sugar and tank. Whatever you want. Sugar foot. Whatever. You're not any of that. You're a boy. Thank you, Miss Hood. Because they keep playing with me. It's whatever, Miss Hood. It's whatever. I'm like, oh my God, these kids. And I had another kid. Hi, Miss Hood. How you doing? Do you have a boyfriend, Miss Hood? That's none of your business, little boy. Can I be your boyfriend? I'm like, oh God. You about to get me locked up. Go over there. Go over there, little boy. Everywhere I go, he's right behind me. Hi, Miss Hood. I have a flower for you. Oh God. 
I want to sit beside Miss Hood. Oh, God. I'm trying to tell you. I was living in the rough part of D.C. and teaching in the same community. So I had all of the community kids who lived in the same complex as I did. And guess what? I impacted and imparted in them children every darn day. And I was coming from high school doing it. I, was, I started when I was 16. Coming from school myself up with these kids. And every time I come, man, son, man, son, man, son. They said, they love you, Miss Hood. Because I sat amongst them and I enjoyed being with them. I helped them with their homework and then we enjoyed social time. We danced. We did a lot of African dancing. We did a lot of things. And I, we finally took those kids out the hood and we went to um, Navy Yard to, you know, to see the, uh, oh God, I have 54 minutes. To see the Navy Yard, the Navy guys. We had to dance for you know, NBC4. We were on TV. They was excited. They wanted me to go full time with the African dancing. To go on a DC broadcast station and do it all the time. And I still see to this day Papa Joseph still banging that drum. I'm like, they still playing the drum? My God, Papa Joseph. My God, Vera Oya Yana. My God. I was like, Jesus, they still, they still at it. That's when I was 16 in my 30s. They still doing it. My God. Hallelujah. So that's a little bit about my end, you know. I just thank God for the testimonies. I love them. I love them. I love what God had me to bring to pass. You know, a day for women giving, you know, nice tips on filling beauty within. Come on now, ladies. Come on now. It's a day where I want to do uh, Zumba too. My mama love that. That's all she do is Zumba. I'm going to do a water Zumba. I want to do a, you know, a gospel go-go Zumba. I mean, different ways to do Zumba. It's just so fun just to get... People involved to, you know, take better care. Or just have fun losing the weight. You understand? Who don't feel good going two sides smaller? Come on now. Some of us just need that extra motivation. Hallelujah. And I'm just a person with the potential, the determination to bring it to pass. I love that. I love helping in all kinds of ways. Like all these recipes heaven given me. You know, I didn't, I didn't do too much, you know, baking. I didn't eat sweets that much. I didn't. When I was drinking alcohol, it took sugar out of my mouth. I didn't, when I smoked cigarettes, I didn't eat sugar. I would eat sugar like once every six months. And that's like a half of a donut. But now I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I don't drink alcohol anymore. Because alcohol is nothing but sugar, to be honest. Now that I, you know, I enjoy eating cakes and pies, but I got to limit that stuff. Because I had a sweets mania. I was like, ooh, I'm about to go tear something up. I want fudge. I want, I want ice cream. I want all it. I want caramel. Oh, my God. I want all this. All this. Come here. God. And, you know, so that's where my little pouch came from. The sugar, you know. Oh, God. And that's where it's going from the workout. Hallelujah. So it's my time for now. I just wanted to talk to you guys. You know, just talk a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. Keep me in prayer as I keep you in prayer because I'm so serious about just being a help, you know? 
Don't have me cry. You know, I cry a lot. You know, I'm just so passionate about caring. Love you guys so much. I love you. Enjoy this day. You are favored. You are blessed.